The best chats are always the unscripted ones. There are interesting stories all around us. And here's one of them. Open your eyes. Spectacular's right in front of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is totally unscripted, so we never know where this is going to go. Dangerous. This is the unscripted perspective. Turn the volume And off. here's your host, Phil Parker. Phil Parker. Phil Parker. Phil Parker. <laughs> Well, hello, hello, hello. It is another unscripted perspective with me, your host, Phil Parker. Today, of course, as always, I have an, another amazing guest. His name is Andre Owens. He is the creator of many great things, one of which is the Bovine League, which has just released. Well, a new issue has just released, and um, we're going to talk about that right now. Andre, welcome to the show. How are you, bud? I'm doing great, Philip. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I don't want to just segregate you into one thing because the Bovine League is just one of those amazing creations that you make, but it's yeah. the one that you kind of sent me beforehand. And um, so before before we go deep into the chat of what you've done, let's give the listeners a little bit of a backstory on you, who you are, where you've kind of come from, and we'll go from there. Okay, so um, uh, my name is Andre Owens, obviously. I um, I was this director of photography and cinematographer for most of my career. So I shot like music videos and commercials and you know political ads and all kind of stuff like that back in the day. And then I, w but I wasn't doing anything really creative. You know, you know when you're when you're working for other people, when you're a DP, you're shooting other people's stuff. So it's fun, but it's not really your creative thing. So it was just like, what do I? What can I do that's creative? And I realized I always loved making comics. You know, as a child. So I decided, I was like, well, I'm going to reinvent myself as a comic book writer. So I just started writing scripts, you know, found some artists. Um, next thing you know, I've been writing comics now for about 23 years, 24 years. Um, you know, um, turned, my, turned that skill of writing comics into writing screenplays. And in the last five years, I sold a script to Sony, which was very good. You know, it was the first time I got to get a film script sold. And then COVID hit, of course, which took the air out of all those out of all those sales that I had going. But um, other than that, that's how I really got into it. You know, I moved transitioning from being a, a director, photographer into a writer, and just had you know stories that I've been had you know that I've been in my head my whole life and needed to get them out. Awesome, awesome! What a great backstory. Um, what did you sell to Sony? Do you mind me asking? Uh, 2019. It's a script called Reparations. So it's um it's a heist film. So it's about a, a um this guy who works for this company. This woman who seems seemingly as a very good humanitarian person, but she's really like this really demagogic um you know racist woman. So she decides they find out that she finds out there's gold from the Confederacy hidden in the hills in Maryland. And she says she's going she's gonna to take it to use for her own nefarious purposes. But the guy who works for her finds out about it, and he decides he's going to steal it first and use it for reparations for black folks. So that's wow. – uh, that's yeah, so that's actually – that's, that's, that's a different kind of a story altogether. <laughs> yeah, it really is, you know. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't think they're ever going to really make it. You know, it's one of those things – you know, Hollywood's that way. I believe me, there's several things that I've worked on. I can't really talk too much about it because we're on strike right now. So I can't say too much about the Writers Guild stuff. But, oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but um, be, you know, Holly, that Hollywood's be that way. Yeah, it, yeah. Believe me, working the, you know, walking the strike line, the picket lines is a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it is. Um, but we're talking about stuff that is, isn't necessarily. Yeah, we can uh, talk comics. Yeah. Yeah, we can, we can, we can break that little pact, I suppose, for a little bit. Um, so let's kind of get into what we're here to really talk about. Right so, um, so 
Andre, you've created a lot of comics, a lot of great yeah. comics, right. one of which is called the Bovine League. Right. Now, um, all I can say to my listeners is if you were to make superheroes and instead of making them turtles and giving them a weird sensei backstory, you created cows. <laughs> that's kind of what we're going with with the bow. <laughs> right. Now, um, it's it's that's a really lame way of describing what it is, but yeah. um, honestly, it is so fun to read. Thanks. It is such Thanks. a good story. Like, I really, you know what, I, I. When I first, when you first sent it to me, and I heard all the stuff, I was like, "Ah, oh, man, I'm not. I really want to. I really want to get into this, but I'm not sure if I am because it's right. It's cows, and it's like, yeah, exactly, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it supposed to be funny? Is it supposed to be serious? I sat down and I read it from cover to cover, and it's really good. Like, it's not right. like the the dialogue is good. The illustrations, nice, whoever your illustrator is, uh, is a, a wonderful fantastic. artist from Argentina named Christian Alaminos. He's a fantastic artist. Oh my gosh! Like captures everything made for this kind of stuff. Like he yeah. could he could do he could do anything that's superhero comic book related. He is so good. Um, and I mean, I'm just I have it. I'm cheating a little bit because I have it beside me because I'm I'm I always like to have the the work beside me as well because it kind of jogs my memory a little bit but like there's so many little pieces that i can pick out of it like this is obviously the first issue or issue zero there's well there's there's an issue zero i believe i don't know if i sent you that also but there's an issue zero and an issue number one yeah so so you got you gave me issue zero and issue one so okay yeah that's it um issue zero was the one um i had it's just like a little eight page introductory issue to yeah it's so good though dude Thanks. So so good. Thanks. So tell me what really inspired it because um, okay, it's it, it. You know, you 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 get your stories from somewhere. What's your creative process? Where okay, so where does so, all this come from? So for the bovine league in particular, like so, some of my earlier comics, like Force Galaxia, which is an earlier comics of mine, was inspired from you know comics I read as a child. So that was you know that like the Legion of Superheroes. But when I decided to make the bovine league, the inspiration came. I was on vacation in Switzerland of all places, and I bought a coffee mug. And on the coffee mug, it had cows representing each canton within this within the country of Switzerland, and each each canton had colors to it. So I, you know, I thought it was cool or whatever, and I you know drank coffee from it. I sat it aside, came back, you know, back to California, was sitting one day drinking some coffee, and I looked at it and I go like, "Hey, that would be a good idea." So that's how I really came up with it was to make superpower cows based on a on this coffee mug that I had. And that's really the the real genesis of the entire thing. And then, um, you know, the, you know, of course, once I decided to do it, you know, I refined the idea and you know, gave personalities to each particular cant and I decided to represent. So within the bovine league, you know, everything is, um, you know, I say that they're genetically altered superpowered cows from Switzerland. And um, so each, you know, each cow has their own personality and, you know, represents a different you know, personality type. So that that's their main thing. And the, the cool thing that I like about the Bovine League is much like the Avengers had to go after the Infinity Gauntlet and the Power Stones, the Bovine League are going after the Cosmic Utter and the Four Teats of Matter that have been stolen. I, I, I so. it's it's so it's so good. It is so, so good. Um but you know, um I think the biggest thing for me as well is that um while it's almost comedic, it's not in the same 
you know, you want to laugh at the fact that you're just reading about cows, <laughs> but it's, a, it's actually a really good story. Like we, we kind of said before we hit record, I really want this to be a show. Like I really right. do want this to get picked up by Cartoon Network or somebody and just to take a pitch at this because honestly, it's so, so good. I mean, Netflix, anybody, if anyone's listening from Netflix, this is probably your biggest hard hitting comic book show for the summer because legitimately like it has a great story like if you stick with the the illustrations and just the detail that are in the illustrations as well like it's just got everything and it can satisfy there's nothing really that's um quote unquote mature so um it can be watched and enjoyed by everyone in the family and you're sitting there and you're pitching yourself at times going, I'm watching cows or I'm reading cows. Right. Well, you know, it's such, well, cause it's you know, just, I have some cow really puns. I have cow puns in it, but I don't go overboard. You know, it's like, it's, no. like you said, you, it's, I try to walk that balance between, you know, a serious story, but it's with, you know, superpower cows. So there's obviously, yeah, yeah. obviously some kind of comedic element to that, you know? I just, and, and then I'm, um, I have them up here. The, the names of each of these cows, it's just so good. Well, the name uh, Basil, Argyle, yeah. Saint Gallen, Geneva, Zurich, Lacey, Swiss, Ticino, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Yuri and Jora. Yes, that's all. That's I, I all nine it. members. Yeah, that's all nine members. Yeah, so so good. And honestly, each one of them have their has their own kind of cool personality. Like Basil is that like really tough dude. You got the like each one of them is struggling for the right. for the power. It's it's it reminds me sort of um, not to draw comparisons of anything, but it kind of does remind me of the dynamic between the four Ninja Turtles where one of them wants to be the leader, but none of them really have the leadership traits they need. So it's kind of that same kind of vibe, but it isn't, um, it's just because they're all wanting to be leaders, but it's just, it's, it's a really good story. Like, uh, well, thanks. You know, I mean, that first issue, especially I decided, I, you know, I wanted to introduce each cow and give them their, you know, a little spotlight on who they are. And so you can see their personalities and then move into the meat of the story that will, you know, that started at by the end of issue one and then continues on to issue two, three, four, five, and six. You know, I, I intend this to be a six issue uh, story arc. So, um, right. You know, so that's that's why I tried to establish in issue one all of their care, all their personalities. You know, all of the things they're interested in. Like, you know, we see, uh, you know, we see Lacey Swiss going on the hollow, the hollow net, and going to see, you know, her favorite band, uh, Harry Seldon, and the uh, I believe, and the um, uh, what was what, what did I call Harry? What is this? Harry Seldon? The Foundation named that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's really funny. Um, the the. The stuff that you draw on, you're really pulling, you're mashing two worlds together almost. You're kind of like, these cows are saving the world and you're just bringing in everything from our world into their world and you're trying to make them, they almost want to be human, but they're not. And it's like right. this, 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 um, it's the same, like I said, you know, it's um, the only thing I can really compare it to is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because they wanted to be human and then they realized that, actually being human is kind of lame so let's right. let's focus on on so it's uh it's really cool what really inspires you because I, I always love asking this question um okay. to comic book creators because for me i'm a, a i'd say this is the first 
night in a long time i'm not wearing something marvel but right. like um i'm a huge comic book geek I, I think i said this to you in communication before the show like i love all the superheroes like iron right. man i literally was watching iron man before <laughs> wow. we even started like it's just it's it's one of those things like uh, my last name is parker so obviously right. spider-man is a massive influence on me um i just i love all that stuff and where it comes from as well is also really interesting to me like who or what creators kind of inspired you to go down this road of comic book creating yourself well you know it's funny i'm you know i'm i'm, I'm i'll reveal my age by saying some of the creators i was inspired by but you know i wasn't creating i started reading comics in the mid 70s so um you know the the book that i the, my favorite comic of all time is legion of superheroes so one of my favorite artists is mike grell who was drawing the, the book when i got there so his work and um, the writers of the project, Paul Levitz was writing it. Um, uh, they were the inspiration for a lot of my early ideas of comics. And then, you know, that moved on to the new Teen Titans with Marv Wolfman and, you know, being inspired by those kind of writers. You know, uh, Chris Claremont with the X-Men, of course, was a big inspiration. Uh, you know, a lot of the modern writers I'm, I, I read, but I, I try not, um, it's interesting, you know, as as writing writing these comics, I try not to read too many mainstream comics because I don't want to become too influenced by other, you know, other, other works. Right, right. So, you know, I try to keep it more into my own head. Um, but yeah, you know, um, I've had just as many influences as anyone else you know, that, you know, has made comics. Um, you know, some of my, some of my biggest, you know, the early, my early Marvel comics, obviously Stan Lee and Jack Kirby were huge, you know, for me reading the early books. Um, right. Just, there were so, you know, there's so many people that I was inspired by as a child, you know, and then of course, you know, I've read, you know, I've read Shakespeare as a kid and, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was a little, uh, unfortunately we did not have a lot of books around the house. So I spent a lot of time at the library. So I read a little stuff above my, above my head, I think at a young age. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, I think, I think what really excites me about comic books now is that they are, um, what Hollywood is using to kind of draw influence for movies because I mean, I don't think it's a secret that Hollywood's kind of run out of ideas, it seems, um, of late. And they're, they they only seem to be pulling stuff in from from comic books. In fact, I think the latest one was a Vin Diesel one, um, Bloodshot, which Bloodshot, yeah. was created by um, an independent uh, comic book house. Um, yeah, I forget, um, who, I forget who it was. Um, I forget who it was, too, who did that. But um, it was again. It wasn't one of those big comic book right. houses. It was. It was one of those independents, um, which is exciting because, honestly, as much as I love Marvel, I also love comic books. I love. You know, I grew right. up on comic books. Right. Uh, DC, Marvel, whoever. Um, I'm literally a few miles away from uh, Dark Horse um, okay. here in in Portland. So, um, you know these these smaller houses are starting to gain some real traction. Um, and I, I enjoy kind of seeing what they're coming out with. And right. so when, when your when your stuff is like, I was looking through your website, you've got, I mean, there's a ton of stuff that you make. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm thanks, not just, yeah. you know, yeah, um, yeah. Bullvine league is what we're show, uh, shining the spotlight on today, but you make some great stuff. So, thanks. um, I think it's really exciting to see people create and there be so much to pull from for movie makers or TV show makers well, yeah. or. Well, that's just that, you know, it's like, um, so I, um, there, um, I was, I had a documentary idea. So there used to be a website in the early two thousands called black superhero.com. 
and then they had a message board called Hero Talk. And it was before, you know, social media got big. And it was this place where a lot of like um, black comic book geeks would go and like artists and writers and there was, you know, celebrities would hang out. Reggie Hudlin would be there, you know, different, you know, comic book nerds would be there. And um, so it was, you know, just one of these sites. A lot of a lot of people that were there have gone on to write for Marvel, uh, like Brandon Easton and John Jennings and David Walker and tons of these people. They walk from Marvel DC, so they've gone on to do things. So I had the idea to make a documentary about this website. So I shot, I made a shot, some interviews. Um, Kevin Grievous, a couple other people, um, and uh, you know, and did a did a trailer for this thing. And I got into some connections at Universal. I can talk about this because it's not going on. But I got into some connections at Universal, and they just saw the comics. You know, they never knew it. So these, you know, it's, it's the like you said, Hollywood. You know, they're hungry for for ideas. And so they see these comics. They were like, we didn't know that, you know, what is this? So my contact there was like, you know, what is this? So I explained to him, you know, there's this whole world of indie comics out there, you know, and they were like, really? And I was like, you know, particularly I, you know, I have an into the black indie comics. And, um, and, and uh, they were like, you know, that's amazing. So I've been taking stuff over to them myself before the strike, of course, um, to, to try to, you know, pitch state, pitch things to them because, you know, I don't, I, you know, I think my ideas are great. Now, you know, of course, want my ideas, but I know so many talented people that I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not afraid to take other people's ideas, you know, using the connections I have. Right, right. I mean, um, Image have some great stuff as well um, that I've been keeping tabs on as well. But they've gone for, like, each house has kind of gone for different vibes. Um, Image specifically has kind of gone more dark um if you if you if you take note of some of the stuff that they've created most recently it's more um a gory kind of adult directed um which which you know hey it's cool you you go for demographic and you you win that demographic over that's really cool um you know um i've i've always loved um so i have a four-year-old um he's he loves reading and um you know eventually I'm going to start introducing more and more comics to him. Right. One of the, like right now is kind of Disney stuff, but he's, he's really interested in it and it's where it all starts. And I think that like the bovine league and things that you're making right now is stuff for the, the, the new generation that will fall in love with comics. Comics are like an art form in themselves, yes. you know, yes. like I remember reading, um, it wasn't even Spider-Man. That's what really is crazy to me because I, I ended up loving Spider-Man later. But um, I ended up, uh, I think it was uh, Captain America or something crazy um, in Ireland reading Captain America. Wow. I think it was um, an issue I just got handed by um, one of my friends who um, owned his own comic book store. And literally, you'd go in every couple of weeks and he'd have some free issues and we'd kind of fall in love with comics and um, actually pass these down to my nephews and stuff. But like, they're just some crazy stuff. Like you'd, you had Captain well, yeah. America. That's what's great was... about comics. I mean, there's so many ideas on each page. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just like so much, so much creativity that comes through. And, and I, I mean, you know, I love it. I love it. It's brilliant. So many different you know, storylines. Like so there's never, like you can no. never have enough. Like Captain America, I think it was Captain America in the future or whatever it was. Right. And it's just like, even now, that's why I think Marvel are just like living it up because there isn't really a storyline you can't go down because no. there's well, so with the, many Especially with their multiverse ones. now. And with their multiverse, they can you can tell any tale you really want to tell. 
You know, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, but that's the, that's the whole thing about being creative and writing things. You know, there's like um, you know, there's a, there, there's like a distinct difference between story and plot. You know what I mean? Like you know, they're, yes. they're, they're, you know, you have to have both to tell a good a good tale. But you know, you know, so if you have an you know um. Like, like take Hamlet, you know what I mean? Like take Hamlet, for instance. So the story about Hamlet is it's about a guy who can't make up his mind, right? But the plot is he thinks his uncle killed his father. And, you know, and I think that I think you see that in comics all the time. And I think it's an innate story because people always know what the underlying story is, you know, these storylines. Then the plot is whatever advances that story. You know, right, um, right. Which is which I think is brilliant because with comics, are you know, it's month to month storytelling. You know, it's 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 operatic. You know, it's soap operatic. There's so you know, I mean, they especially I know for me as a kid, they were they were just like watching my grandmother watching her soap operas. You know, where I was just right, you know, right. You know, I was like, oh my god, what's going to happen next month? You know, let, they've let Spider Man hanging. You know, what's going to what's going to go on? <laughs> yeah. You know, what's going to go on there? You know, and, and it's, right, and, right, and it spawned exactly. so much, and it spawned so much creativity within your own head. You know, because you you it's like head canon. You know, you start making up like, oh, well, he, oh, Spider-Man did this. Oh, right. And and I don't think um, I don't think Sony and Marvel knew how how much of a goldmine they really had with Spider-Man no. until until they brought all three Spider-Men that they've right. created into one movie. And now everyone's like, hey, I want to see him again. I want to see him right. again. And I want to see him again. Right. Like, let's explore all three storylines, and it's like, ching. Well, oh yeah, no, and, and <laughs> and no it's it, like, well, you know, and it's like, you know, I, I remember seeing Stan Lee talking about Spider Man when he created him, how he just wanted to make it a character that everybody could identify with, and and he really is, you know, I mean, uh, it's because he's such an everyman, and now there's so many different, you know, got Miles Morales and Spider Gwen, and so many different, in, you know, incarnations yeah. of Spider Man that that are representations for other people, you know, which is great. Um, it is. You know, it is. And, it is. You know, one hundred percent. And I, I, I love, I love that fact that you know that Spider Man's so accessible to the world. I mean, I know as a child, even me at my age, as a child, Spider Man was probably the Superman was probably the first hero I ever heard of, and then Spider Man was probably second because he was in a newspaper back in the day. You know, there's the adventure. The Spider Man was in the newspaper. I saw who he was. There was cartoons when I was a kid. You know, Spider Man. So you just knew who Spider Man was even before I read a Spider Man comic. You know, you know who he was. You know, right, like, right. Like you're saying like your exactly. son reading Disney. You know, I started reading like, you know, those old Richie Rich comics and, you know, those kind of comics as a kid. And, you know, and then I moved on to, to you know, Beetle Bailey or something like that. And I didn't move to superheroes until I got, you know, nine or ten years old and, uh, you know, discovered superheroes and just, after, you know, took off after that. What excites you about um, what excites you the most about creating these comics? I mean, um, for me, I, I mean, we just spoke about how I'd love to see it like get into like um a streaming platform right. or or something like that but um what excites you the most about doing all this because the, you, you you create some amazing storylines i'm like well, i mean the stuff that you've done is just fantastic well thanks philip i think i think what gets me the most excited about it is that i get to tell stories that i have inside of me and and i can, I can they can come out in a way that like you know so it's great writing screenplays you know what i mean it's great to do that but you know I'm not. I don't have a hundred million dollars to 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 film make a film that I can you know make it for a comic hire artists make a comic for less than ten thousand dollars you know and yeah. uh, and so for me it's it's so exciting to just tell stories that I have inside of me and and not not to be preachy or anything but to give lessons and you know, things that I think are you know that I've learned over my life that I think are important to impart to people I mean that's that's why the bovine league I may have it is all ages because I want you know I want it to be accessible to everyone. 
You know, that's why, like, um, it was funny when Christian saw issue two, the art, the right, the artist, when he read the script for Christian uh, issue two, he said, oh, it's a little more, it's a little darker. I was like, yeah, there's, you know, there's a little more darker elements here, but it's not, it's never going to be too dark or, you know, too violent or too whatever. Right, right, right. I mean, I, I, I I mean, we, we said this already, but like, I would love, I would love Cartoon Network or somebody just to be like, hey, man, this, this. Well, I hope someone hears. Well, I hope some, someone hears this. A cartoon maker, podcast. like even a cartoon maker, you know, somebody that's into all of that, just going, "Hey, let's let's make the first issue and see how we get." Like, what well, it's we interesting, get out of you know. I had a, I had a, um, uh, I was produced by a producer before the strike happened, and he was interested, in, you know, in getting the bovine league. But the guy wanted fifty percent of my IP, and I was just like, you know, yeah. I can't, you know, I can't give you that, man. You know, it's like, yeah, that's yeah, I can't do. yeah. That's so rough. I mean. So, you know, you will be approached by these lower, you know, these what they call them baby producers out here, you know, um, right. that you will be produced by these guys that can do that. They really, they, I mean, they may have connections that can get it sold. I mean, I have a manager. Um, uh, I can't really talk about that. So, um, yeah, you, you, you have, you have somebody that represents you. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, um, I, so, so hopefully, you know, hopefully that th- this podcast will some, you know, will be ideal. Someone's listening. And really becomes wouldn't interested. It be, wouldn't it be nice? You know, and and says like, yeah. Man, if if Netflix are listening, I, I don't know if right. they listen to this podcast or not, but I'm 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 very very much uh, into suggesting things for Netflix. It seems like, um, but you know what? Any, I think that's what uh, I was literally just having this conversation last night with an, another guest um, who's who's uh, creating a movie, um, and it's. I think for creators, it's the most exciting time ever because, you know, you have so many facets that you can use to distribute your content. Right. Now you have even more streaming platforms that literally are trying to find original content for themselves. They're they're craving it. They're craving it. So, I mean, if you fail down one avenue, there's several others that you can go down. So it's like, um, when, you mean, know, people are trying things all the time. I mean, I remember there was like, you know, back during the um, pandemic when it first started, uh, I had a meeting with a couple of these rich guys and they wanted to do some kind of like two minute, like it would be like two minute segments, you know, like it was like, like a TikTok type thing, but it would be for create, creative things, but they, they could only be like two minutes long. So they had approached me about, you know, talking about the bovine league they were interested in. And, and I had a couple of meetings with them, but nothing came of it. And I don't think anything came of their idea, you know. Right, um, right. But yeah. um, it was like that. Um, I can't even remember the name of the app. That's how well it did. Um, the there was a yeah, app. yeah. I forget what it was called too. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It didn't last that it's long. It's like the three minute yeah. videos or whatever it was. Yeah, this was uh, this is kind of a bastardization of that idea. Yeah, you know, it probably was. And honestly, um, yeah, it's probably best. You know, um, I think Andre, for you, it's much like when you fall in love, you're going to know pretty much immediately if it's the right avenue for you right. in this, this bovine league, because um, honestly, I would hate for it to go down the wrong road and it not getting represented the way it should, because legitimately after reading the I- issue zero, I haven't even gotten to read this the f- issue one, if I'm being completely honest with you. Okay. Um, um, but issue zero was was so captivating that it, wow. it I mean, thanks man. I mean, cause I mean, that, that means a lot to me cause it was only eight pages, 
So, you know, for me to be able to tell a story that in eight pages that, that captivated you so much is a, is a really good. I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a comic book lover. So, right. I mean, um, but like just the storyline, um, I, I literally, um, the, the issue one, I got through a little bit of it. I have, I have to finish it to be honest with you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's finding time to sit down and read things lately has been a struggle, <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, uh, but the fact that the the issue zero, I mean, I'm not even joking. I was sitting in the living room watching Iron Man and um, just before we, we picked up here and um, my mother-in-law was in there. And I was like, hey, you know, this is my first. I will share with the family yeah. who I'm having on. I'm like, this is Andre's create creation and she's like man that's that's so funny like it's it's a really cool de- it's detailed it's funny right and it's such a great idea and she's like why not i mean you have turtles and every other thing you right know? So yeah, yeah. yeah i i you know i i i think the same thing you know i'm right with you i i think it's a, it would be a brilliant cartoon you know brilliant animated thing and in, in any kind of format i really think it would work you know and and that's the thing about it, you know especially because you know each character has their own personality like geneva's like you know she's uh She's the leader and she's the caregiver, you know, she's the altruist, you know what I mean? There's ambassadors like the sage, you know, and you know, so they all have their own different personalities that that just blend, like you said, blend together. But, you know, they blend together well, but of course they butt heads in certain parts because some characters would butt heads with each, each other because that's just the way, you know, people are. For your for your characters, um, do you draw inspiration from people in your own life or is it just... Um, so you, do you want do you want to keep well, that under wraps? Right well, the bovine league, the bovine league, not particular. The bovine league are pretty much uh, oh, just coming out of my head. But throughout the throughout some of my other comics, yeah, there's people. There's uh, throughout my entire life, people are referenced, and you know, I I use their names, and I may use their, their speech patterns, or you know, make a reference to them. Like I um I had a friend from elementary school. I had a a, a, a girl that I knew in elementary school named Becky Abbott, and I put her in a, in a comic book as a character named Toba Beck. And like I didn't, I hadn't seen this woman Becky Abbott in you know for years since since elementary school basically or maybe uh, maybe high school. And she contacted me on Facebook. We were talking. I was like, hey, I I did an homage to you. She's like, really? You know. So I showed her the panel where I put it where I put her name in there, and she was so excited. <laughs> you know. So 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 you know, it's it's that kind of thing when you're creating stuff and you can do like those little Easter eggs even for your friends. You know, right, it's a lot of fun right. To do, it's important. Know? It's important. Um, so um. Right now, you're in the throes of making issue number two. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm, at a, I'm running a Kickstarter that's going to start August 1st. Um, the pre-launch page is available. Um, I don't know if you can post that uh, somewhere, Philip, where it is. Yeah, yeah, I'll be definitely posting that 100%. So, you get, so you pre, the pre-launch page is going up. So I have um, – Christian's already worked on the first 10 pages. So it's a 30-page story. He's got about 20 more to finish. And in this issue, they're finally going after the first uh, – uh, teat of matter um, that they're looking for, which is the gas teat, and the the sorcerer dictator of of Scotland, Black Angus, uh, 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 a a dictator cow, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is runs runs that and um so the bovine they have to go and confront him at, at you know Edinburgh Castle, so um they have an adventure there. And then, of course, it goes on. So the Bovine League, so it, I planned it for six issues. So 
they just briefly they go they they face they face off with Black Angus in issue two. Issue three has them going to North American continent and they um go to Amish territory where they face off with the um the Frisian cows, the uh, Holsteins, you know, the black and white cows. And the Holsteins are like a Fantastic Four group of all all female cows, so they're not really bad. And they unite with those guys and they have one of the teats, so they get it from them. Then they head to Texas and they have an, an encounter with. Um, Babe the Blue Ox from the Paul Bunyan legend, the American legend. And uh, he's an evil guy. And there's Bushwhacker, the, the cow, um, is there. And then they end up going to, they end up in, in the Japan and they face off with the Kobe Beef Syndicate. And the whole series ends back in India where they where they face off with the cow that stole all this, the cosmic other Nandi in the, in the closing adventures. So it's it's a whole worldwide adventure where the, that they'll go on. I'm 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 thoroughly excited. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, the the some of the illustrations are phenomenal already, um, and I think um, it, it cannot it, like as much as you're writing it. Um, I, I have to give credit to him because oh he's no um, he's not the, he, look the, the artists and comics are everything. I mean that you know as the as you know the artists and comics are both the director of photography and the director. You know, because they're giving right, facial right, expressions, right. they're you know putting all the emotion in characters. He really so captures. He, he really captures the dialogue so well. Um, yeah, he really does. Just, just and, you know, it's and what's amazing about and what's amazing about it, he's not a he's a non English speaker. You know, it's he's like he's he, he like we he's, he can communicates a little well in English, but you know he's a, he's a Spanish speaker, so he's translating everything from from English to Spanish. And then he's doing the letters too. So then he puts it back on the book together, and it works so well. Like I. I'm blown away. Believe me, I'm just every time I get an email that I see his name pop up and it's like, you know, hey, mate, there's another page. I get so excited. You know, it's like it's like it's like, you know, you want to know what jazzes me when I get new pages from artists that I work with, no matter which comic I'm working on. When you get these new pages and it's and it's the most exciting thing because you're just like, you know, especially when you describe something and then they put it on the page exactly the way you describe it. You know. Exactly. You know, um, uh, through podcasting, I've befriended some amazing people, one of whom um, uh, Micah is actually in Indonesia. Um, and uh, I met him just it, not even met him. It was through a Facebook group. And um, he's created so many different things for me. He actually created um, the logo for um, my my side project that we're doing uh, with my son that is promoting literacy among kids oh, nice. um, called Rory stories. Um, my son is Rory and he came okay. up with the idea mainly. Well, he came home one day. I think I've explained this a couple of times to people, but this is my first time speaking right. with you. Um, he came home one day and he was like um, upset because his friends didn't have stories read to them at night. And he oh. does, and he wanted everyone to have that opportunity. Yeah. And so um, myself and my wife kind of brainstormed. I was like, you know what? What about a podcast? And so right. um, independent authors from around the globe have kind of sent me their stories. And, oh, that's um, wonderful. These are being read and kind of curated by him. And um, he's created the intro, the outro. He's picked the music. He's done everything. And then the logo is done by my friend that um, we, we made uh, through the podcast. Um, honestly, the the art that you can find from people that would un, like otherwise never be heard from. Oh yeah. It's just in, incredible. Like you found this guy look hiding in the midst of God knows where right. on social media or otherwise I'm the same. Um, I did a, I had him do a, a self, um, 
it was basically my wife loved Disney. So I said, hey, could you do Mickey and um, uh, Baymax? And Baymax is holding Mickey and put the backdrop of um, <laughs> the Disney castle behind it. Right. right? And I wasn't expecting much. I was like, right, sure, give it a shot. He, he said, anything you want for $40. I was like, okay, wow. cool. And I was like, all right, there you go. And um, I mean, what he came up with, I ended up giving him more because it was right, just of course, so good, it's right. so amazing. And I'm just thinking to myself, wow, this guy should be selling his stuff for like thousands of dollars. Oh, I know. I mean, he's, he's he's in nowhere in the world. And basically because he's from a place that really doesn't get a lot of traction or isn't demanding a lot of currency or anything like that. It's crazy. So he's done so many things for me now. Like he's become a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually writing a children's book myself. Oh, nice. Um, and we've agreed that we're going to split whatever profits we make. And he's becoming a partner in the book and he's going to illustrate it and everything. Um, like it's just, it, it's just an amazing thing to meet people like that. And yeah, so well, when you, the, you know, that's what's great about the internet. You know what I mean? It's shrunk the world so much that it's brought people together in such a, you know, in such a, just such a great way. I mean, I've met so many, I mean, if I, you know, if I had thousands of dollars, if I had, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, whatever, I could create so many amazing comics. I know so many artists I'd love to work with, you know, and, yeah, like, and yeah. I'd love to be able to pay them a decent wage, you know? So right. it's like, it's, and it's, or, you know, it's like everything. It's like, it's about Monday funding, you know, I, and look, you, and I'll be honest with you. You're never going to get rich making indie comics unless, you know, one of them really hits real well. Now, like one of my friends, um, Sebastian Jones does an indie comic called stranger comics. And, uh, they, they have, they do like sword and sorcery stuff and they hit, you know, and they, and they're, and they're doing really well, but you know, that's kind of the, that's kind of the, uh, the outlier, you know, most of us are just keep, you know, I've seen so many people come and go within the comic book world. Right. While and, but it's it. a trend thing. It's like yeah. right now, um, like, Lord of the Rings and all that stuff was was very much it was part of where that trajectory is. You know, you got the um Lord of the Rings and um oh god, the 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 HBO show um, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, you know, all that kind of stuff is is trending and is very hip and I mean as soon as Game of Thrones finished Every streaming right. site everywhere was like, "Oh, we got to replace Game of Thrones. We could be the next Game of Thrones." So you had all these people picking up stuff that's kind of like that. Right. Yeah. Witcher, Witcher yeah. was yeah. huge on 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 Netflix. Um, they've gone for the third season, picking up a fourth season now, um, based on a video game that was basically like. That it's, so it's amazing, you know. Well, like, once again, like you were incredible. talking about earlier, we were talking about earlier. Look at the inspiration based on a video game, you know, based on the inspirations that that where where ideas can come from. Right, know? exactly, exactly. So, I mean, right now you might think, oh, you know, Bovine League is not getting that trajectory, but it's it's just the way it's like a it's like a wave. It's yeah. um, sports is popular. Then you have fantasy is popular. Then you have superheroes is popular. And then you go into um, reality is popular. And then it almost cycles through again. And you're just kind of, it's because because of that, that you're just kind of, the, the property is never, that's why you have houses like Sony and stuff. They buy the property. They mm-hmm. want it. They, mm-hmm. they won't necessarily create it right away but they'll have it in their vault. So at any given moment, they can turn around and go, you know what? Hey, I'm going to grab this because this is actually well, relevant right now. Well, yeah, well, look, the studios are copycats. So, 
if right. one studio hits, you know, every studio like so that's why when the MCU hit, you know, and then and then um you know Warner's had the DCU, DC DECU, you know, uh everyone every other small studio around wanted their own. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, oh well, I've got to have a universe. We need a cinematic universe, we need a cinematic universe. And that, you know, it's just like everything. Cause Hollywood, look, Hollywood's about money, you know, and if they can make money on something, they're gonna keep making that thing. So and if they keep making money on it, they're gonna keep making it. You know, that's just the way it is. You know, it's a capitalist. Right, enterprise. right. And it's um, much like anything else. I have um, a, a very close friends um, that have, well, friends of the show, I should say, that um, have their own movie uh, setup. Um, and they're looking for funding to create these movies and film them and, and release them, etc. Um, and it's just like this. You know, it's you. Yeah. It's all about money. Money makes the world go round, unfortunately. Yeah, and, um, unfortunately, you know, I mean, I, you know, yeah, much to my, you know, not if I was in charge, it would be different, but that's just unfortunately the way it is. <laughs> right, you right, know? right, right. Um, well, you just got to keep playing the lottery and see what happens, you know? Well, yeah, well, yeah, you know, well, look, if I hit the lottery, then you're going to see bovine league everything. I mean, speaking of, I do have a, a buddy of mine, Noel Mercado, is uh, creating a board game for the bovine league. Oh, um, wonderful! Yeah, so he's working on that. that? You know, yeah, I, I want to know, know he's, more we're, about we're that. Devel- we're, we're developing it right now. He just sent me some uh, some uh, like images of the cards he's making for each character, and um, so the problem is, I just I don't have enough money to keep creating artwork for the you know for the board game at this moment. Um, you know, so that's why this Kickstarter hopefully will be very successful for me, and uh, and I'll have some extra money even left over from the book to be able to put towards the board game. You know, the creation of the board. Right, games. right. Um, I know, um, was there, uh, I, I was on your website just before coming on. Um, mm-hmm. Was there, hold on, let me let me cheat. I'm going to get on it right yeah. now. And do we have swag? There you go. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah, swag goes right to, uh, it goes to Redbubble site. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. Red bubble. So basically it's um create on demand. So you wait a little bit longer. Yeah, it's it's a a smart move. Smart move. Um, so I know for a fact that I will be getting a bovine league t-shirt because I absolutely love bovine league. So that'll be thank you. I appreciate the purchases that I make in the near future. Um What's cool about the stuff that you you can get on this site is you can actually kind of design it. You can put like the t-shirt if you want it front back, you can put it front right, and front back. back. You can yeah. do you can do quite a little bit um, with it. So and there's all um, kinds of stuff on there: notebooks, cards, you know, all kind of shower curtains. I mean, anything you can think of, they have on that. You know, that's available on that site. So yeah, no, it's, it's really and, really and, cool. And, yeah, and then of there's other, and then of course that you know there's on that particular links there's um there's a link to my entire site which you can see all the different stuff I have that's on there, um, from different comic books I have. So, yeah, no, it's um, I mean I'm I'm into any any comic books, but uh, Bovine League is the one I'm I'm talking about right now. But um, one of the things is uh, I'm just looking at how cool this T-shirt looks right now, and I'm like, that is my next purchase right, oh, right there. on. I really appreciate it, Philip. It's 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 look. You're already um, one of my biggest fans. Yeah, you know, um, I always try and support um, creators because um, honestly, it's it's hard enough getting the courage and finding it within yourself to create and put it out there. Right. Um, It's it's always kind of a, I suppose a 
for me anyway, doing this podcast has always been a nervous thing for me because I want to create good content. I want to make right. sure that people are are happy with it. The fact that um, I recently got recognition and got mentioned in Hollywood Digest is, is massive for me. Um, but it's it's a big deal that people identify with the guests that I have on, but also that the content that I'm producing is something that I could get behind too. Right. And the fact is, is that I don't ever, and this is for you and for anyone that ever comes on the show, I don't ever have a guest on my show that I'm not genuinely interested or genuinely behind as a follower. So um, like when I spoke to... Um, our mutual friend before uh-huh. you came on the show, I was like, if I'm not into it, I don't really want to get behind it. So it's like, right. I sat down, I read the the issue, the issue, issue zero, and I genuinely loved it. It wasn't just something oh, that you, I was no, like, you were very enthusiastic. When I got the email back from you after you read it, it was such a, it was, a, it put a smile on my face. You were so enthusiastic. It's, it's such a good, the illustrations are amazing, but the story as well, is just, it's fantastic. And that's why, yeah. Um, I really do encourage everybody to get out and and take a look at this um, as soon as possible. I, I know yeah, there's a, what, on the uh, Kickstarter, there's a uh, tier reward where you'll be able to pick up all of our there's, you know, a digital rewards, of course. So you can you can read the book. But if you want physical copies, there'll be a tier where you can get all of the uh, bovine league books that I have available. So it would be bovine league number zero. Bovine League number one, the new Bovine League number two. And then I have a standalone book called Hero Unlimited One Shot that features uh, one of the characters, Basil. So um, there there will be four Hero Unlimited, uh, Hero Unlimited Bovine League books uh, once the. And you can purchase those directly on the website as well. I, you, can purchase, I, yeah, you can purchase yeah. everything directly on the website. So you can purchase that at a Hero, which is H I R O Unlimited, like Hero um, Unlimited.com. So. So um, honestly, um, that for me is is kind of important because um, I have a lot of guests on here. And one of the things that I, I always try and push is the the direction to your your stuff, HeroUnlimited.com. Right. Yeah. It is a really, it, it's actually a really cool website. Um, it has several links on there. Swag is listed on there, which is what will get you to get the cool t-shirt that I was talking about. Um, but the bovine league is definitely something that you need to take a look at. Um, is is it available anywhere else or just on the website? It's just on the website available right now. Um, we're, we're, I had a uh, distribution company for a little while, but we went on hiatus. It was available there. Um, so yeah, the website is the only place available. Or, or like I said, if you if you support the Kickstarter, um, you'll be able to get it. You'll be able to get the new issue there and be able to catch up to all of the all of the shenanigans that the bovine league are up to what's the what's the requirement for the kickstarter is there a minimum or maximum or how does that work oh no so i um you can get all i think i have a ten dollar tier where you could uh for a p you can get a pdf of all four issues of the bovine league cool so that are up there and then for i believe it's um the 25 dollar tier will get you um i believe I'm, I'm offering all of my all of my comics as a pdf plus some other friends comics at 15 dollars. so there'll be 15 comics available for 15 dollars as a pdf and at the 25 dollar level you'll be able to get the physical copy of bovine league number two all of the pdfs and at the 40 dollar level you'll be able to get um bovine league number zero bovine league number one bovine league number two hero unlimited one shot number one featuring basil and then all 15 pdfs and then subsequent there's other tiers that go up higher well, I mean, um, for anyone that's thinking, hey, I'm just going to go buy one issue. Yeah. Why? Why would you ever do that? Right. Kickstarter is so much more valuable to both him and the cause of creating more and more bovine league exactly. issues. 
get on that Kickstarter. It's um, when does that start again, my friend? That starts August first, August first. But the pre-launch page is available right now. You can follow the link that you're going to post, and um, please go there and sign up for pre-launch because as many people as I can have, you know, that go. The more people you have pre-launch, the better the algorithm works for you on the Kickstarter site. So for my listeners, the description of this episode will carry the link um, for the Kickstarter and his website. So while you're sitting there listening in your car, wherever you are, go to the description of this episode, whether it be on Apple, uh, Google or Spotify, the link will be sitting right there in front of you. Just click on that link and you can go straight to the Kickstarter, get your name in, in there. If it's August 1st or afterwards, you can... Go ahead and just buy it, buy whatever you want to do. Yeah, it's uh, I encourage it a hundred percent. And honestly, Andre is, as you've heard, uh, an amazing guy. So he definitely Thanks, deserves Philip. your support. Um, he, you know, he's he's got a wacky brain that's making great <laughs> stuff for us right now. So let's not let's not water that down in any way, shape, or form. We want more Bovine League, and hopefully. If Cartoon Network, Netflix, HBO Max, Paramount, any of the above are listening, this is a show, dude. What what are we waiting for? <laughs> you know hey, what I mean? Get in contact with me. Um, you know, across social media as at Redskew. So and I'm and I'm even on the new the new uh meta site threads. I just joined today. You know, I'm at, yeah, I'm yeah, at I joined yesterday. I'm, I'm Redskew, so, so I'm almost embarrassed with I know. The, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much more social media I can get. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I I just I uh, can't even. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm on threads as well. But um, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'll know. have to I'll have to update all my stuff now. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um. So um, just so we're on the same page again, um, your social media, give us, give the listeners somewhere to follow you on that. At Redskew. So at R-E-D-S-K-E-W. It's at under, it's at Red Underskew on, I believe, Instagram. So threads would be at Red Underskew. Yeah. 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 It's the same. I think they just cross. Yeah. They cross. I believe so. So yeah, it's at Red Underscore Skew. And then, um, Twitter, I'm at Redskew and um, uh, oh, Twitter's YouTube. dead now. Don't even worry. Yeah, I know Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, I'm not even. <laughs> that's all right. The bird died. The bird died. It's, that thread <laughs> just choked him. I guess I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Um. So um. Uh. We're we're closing in on uh 50 minutes of of right. an amazing conversation, but uh, I always like to ask a couple of um uh I suppose curveballs at the very end. Okay. Um. So um, looking at all the property out there, all the right. intellectual property that you've seen right. from Marvel, DC, is, do you have a favorite character yourself? Of, you mean, of, uh, yeah, well, my favorite character, okay, so, I was, uh, so my favorite character of all time is Superboy. I'm very basic because I was a giant fan of the Legion of Superheroes, so I, I read Superboy and the Legion as a child. So the original Clark Kent Superboy, you know, there's all these different Superboys out now and all these different things. So the original Clark Kent Superboy was my favorite character growing up my whole time. I was also a big Submariner fan as a child. And uh, I, so I wanted to go out for one, <laughs> one Halloween. I, I grew up in Maryland. It was relatively cold at, at Halloween. And I wanted to go up as a Submariner. I was about 10 years old. And I came running out of my bedroom with little green underwear on and, and little uh, f- uh, feathers on my ankles. And my grandma was like, you're not going out there like that. <laughs> so 
well, they were I probably mean, my favorite characters. They seem to be this the the sea side of 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 I guess comic books. Um, I mean, we just saw uh, Marvel dig up Namor, so yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, we're we're gonna exactly. see a little bit more of that. And you're a Raiders fan, so yes, I'm a Raiders fan. Yeah, I've been I've been a Raiders fan my entire life since I've been a little boy. So, so what do you th- what do you think of that development? I'm, I'm well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm always, I'm the most optimistic Raiders fan. So I go into the season thinking we're going to go 17 and 0 and win uh-huh, the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. You know, that's, that's just, and I do it. And of course my friends say you're insane, but I'm like, why else would I watch every game if I didn't well, think we're going to win every game? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, um, I'm, I'm pointing towards like your, your new ownership, I guess. Well, well, it, the, yeah, the, the management and the coaches, I, 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 you know, I've been the long-suffering Raiders fans for you know many years, forty years or so, so forty-five years, so you know longer than that, even fifty years. So I, um, you know, I've seen seen coaches and ma- management come and go, you know, um, and I, I, I have faith in this. New, I'm, have, I, I have faith in the new, the new management and new and the new coaches that things will turn around. I was a big Derek Carr fan, so I was disappointed to see see him leave to New Orleans. Didn't, but, didn't Brady just buy him or something? Brady, yeah, well, he became a part owner. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's yeah, where so, I'm. That's where I'm pointing. Like, uh, yeah, well. He yeah, doesn't we'll like see, to lose. We'll I don't see that. No, happen. I don't see. I don't, I don't see know. That but we'll see how him and uh, you know. We'll see how him and uh, Mark Davis do working together. Al's, you know, Al Davis's son. It'll be interesting. You know? I, I, you know, I'm. I've never so um, being Irish. You know, American football, as I like to call it, um, is is has always been something that interested me for lots of different reasons. I fell in love with the Seahawks because of okay. uh, my family here, and it's it's the nearest football team, I suppose, to me. Um, but, uh, you know, getting to see them win the Super Bowl was a huge moment, obviously for anyone that's, uh, watching football. Um, and then, but, but Brady has always been that person to hate and always oh. and always and always and always everyone was like, Oh no, if you put him in another team, he'll never win. He's only good because he's <laughs> with the team. He go he goes to probably one of the worst I've seen. Right. And just kills it and does know, exactly look, what everyone says hey, that look, he couldn't I, do. I'm a Raiders so. fan, so you know I've I've hated Tom Brady since the Tuck rule. You know, yeah. so I've been I've been I've hated, so for him to be the owner, you know, it's kind of like ah, oh, this is but, rough. You know, uh, um, now I'm kind of like I'm not I'm not going to say I'm a Brady fan because I want to live. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I'm you know I kind of am like uh, if if he proves us all wrong and turns Raiders into a winning team. Hey, you know I'll be all I, I'm all for it. You know, if we can get back to the way we were in the '70s and the '80s, I'd be thrilled. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Hey, I'm. I'm interested to see what happens with that ownership. So we'll 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 definitely keep an eye on that one. Um, so I mean, um, I've always been. We we just talked about this. I've been a massive Spider-Man fan, but I've actually loved Iron Man for a long time as well. Ah. I remember like the original. You remember the the kind of um, the first like cartoon kind of series that came out, and it was. He was older, much, much right, older, yeah. and he yeah, was yeah. kind of like I'm uh, Tony right, Stark, yeah. and it was all it was very different to the Tony Stark that we see in this Marvel world that we're seeing right, right. now. So, but uh, you know, that's like, well, you know, I knew that the, the MCU was going to be huge because when, when I went to see the first Iron Man, I went with one of my cousins who's not a you know he doesn't he's one of these people that, you know I don't I don't like this stuff it's, it makes no sense it's, it's unrealistic. But he saw the first Iron Man. He walked out and he goes, "That's the best movie I've seen in twenty years." And I was like, "Oh, this is gonna 
you know they've got yeah something well you yeah. know what um and i literally just watched an interview um they were celebrating the um anniversary of marvel and um uh feige and favreau literally sat down and had a big interview and feige basically put it down to john favreau just being relentless like right. he he wanted to make this movie he wanted to be a certain way and he kept at it and it if it wasn't for the fact how successful that was you wouldn't have what marvel is today. oh no not at all not at all not at all i mean look you know the no i mean you know a lot of people like to go back to the 90s go to blade and be like it was the first big superhero movie that you know marvel movie got big but it wasn't at the time it wasn't part of this whole mcu you know, so no, no. Iron Man really kickstarted, you know, all of that. No, not the pun, no pun intended. Iron right. Man kickstarted you know, <laughs> right, right. really well. Well, um, I mean, it's it, it's exciting. Um, I know they've had some, um, I suppose, less than satisfactory box office performances um, of late with some of the recent movies coming out. But um I think that's just a sign of the times, unfortunately. Um, well, you know, you know, and, and there's still you know, people and, that don't really, that are still kind of on the fence about going to the movie theater. They're right, waiting for, you know, that, yeah. they kind of cooked their own goose when they said that their stuff was going to be on Disney Plus. So, I mean, right. um, it, it's... Well, yeah, it's like, well, it's like the new Spider-Man movie. I haven't seen it yet. Like, all my friends have seen it. I just haven't had time to go see it. And I'm so ready to, you know, I'm so, like, ready to see it. I think I'm going to try to sneak away tomorrow and try to check it out. Because everyone has told me it's the best animated movie they've ever seen oh so, yeah it's a, it's fantastic it, yeah, it, it so really I'm gonna try is to sneak away tomorrow and check it out it's 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 um i mean you've seen the first one i'm assuming yeah i saw the first one yeah, yeah yeah so the second one is 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 really good i actually brought my uh my little boy to see it and um we enjoyed it 100 percent. it was it was just uh but it's 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 story and you're right. you're set up to wait for the next one and right. <laughs> it's like hey hey well, that's no you know that's brilliant storytelling i mean you know, you know keep them keep them wanting keep them waiting and wanting you know for more that's you that's know. how they do it marvel and sony have just cornered that market when it comes to wanting and waiting for more right <laughs> you know what i mean um well, they've so, got us all addicted, you know. I mean, it's like you know, where it's like you know, what what next can they do? You know, what's the next? You know, what's the next property are they going to come? Right, up with? exactly, so, exactly. I mean, they keep announcing all these new new projects and things that they're going to come out with, and um, just like anything, I get excited. Anything Marvel, I get excited. So um, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting few years seeing what happens with those guys, but uh, not as interesting as what happens with the Vo- bovine the bovine league, league. Yes, the bovine league. That's what I, that's, that's what, that's, uh, um, God, what, I, I almost, uh, move over. Marvel. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's what I'm talking about. That's the puns you can do. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's that utterly, was, it's utterly delicious. You know, it's uh, like, it's like that was, that was utterly awful for, Oh goodness, um, Andre! It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Well, my thank friend. you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. You know, um, just having a creator as fun as you on the show is always great. Um, I think uh, the Bovine League is phenomenal. I think it's going to be a huge hit, no matter what happens. Um, just don't give up, sir. Keep the faith. No, um, I know I, I have it, man. You know that's perseverance is part of making you know, making it work. You know, right, right, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, um, for my listeners, um, just to remind you, um, Andre's links are going to be in the description in this 
podcast. So anything that you need, his website, his um, Kickstarter link, it's all going to be there. Um, uh, once my website is finally completed, good Lord, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, another, uh, that could be four podcasts worth of discussions. Um, but, uh, once that's up, I will have it on there as well, but regardless of which, um, it's so easy to just go into the description, click on the link, go do that. Just check it out. It's worth it. I'm, I promise you it's worth it. You're going to, if nothing else, it'll make you smile. And if it doesn't do that, you're, you're not human. So <laughs> I would, uh, I would go get your pulse checked or something. Cause, uh, uh, bovine league is, is awesome. I did say this to you in an email as well. You need to like, like be exploiting the farmer community on this. Oh, I know. Oh, oh no. You know, I looked up both the, the vegan community and the cattle community at one point and reached out to both of them to see, to see if I, I can get some advertising farmers <laughs> monthly or something. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if they want to give me some money, I'll stick their advertising right in the back of that sucker every month. You know, I'm telling you, dude, that's yeah. incredible. Uh, what a great way to get that out there. That'd be cool. Um, Hey, even do, you know what, just, uh, break it into like shorts, like do the, right. have it in there, like start well, doing, I do have one of my friends, you know, not to keep this thing going too long, but I have a friend uh, that's a musician in Austin who's writing a jingle for the Bovine League for me. Oh, so, I was going to yeah. tell you, man. I was trying to come yeah. up with something funny. Yeah, well, I wrote, I wrote some ly- I wrote some lyrics, and then he's, oh, he's going to come up with the music. That's and so cool. Yeah. I yeah, so want to we'll hear see. it as soon as it, it's like the theme song. It has to it'll be, be it. It'll you know, be on my TikTok. I'll definitely, you know, promote, oh, promote man, it. Oh, man, cannot there, wait. So. What's your TikTok again? TikTok is at Redskew. At, at rescue, R E D R E D S K E W. All right, so, well, you across social media, first, you can find me there. So. Yeah, look, I'm I'm excited now. I'm really excited. I want to hear the jingle. I'm, I know, right? I, honestly, I was going to do something fun and was going to try and come up with a jingle, but good lord, could I not figure anything out that was right. like anywhere? Like, yeah, it was going to so be we'll a cross see. between a butter advert and a. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? It's yeah. Oh goodness. All right. Well, sir, thank you so much for being on the show. You're I'd, love, I'd love to come back. Yeah, I'd love to come back someday and talk hey, about it. If I yeah, no, one hundred percent. I want to have you back for 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 sure. This has been um, a great show hey, to be on. I really and appreciate next, it. Next next time, maybe we can do a live and we can get all the all the fans make, able to great. ask you some questions, questions about it. Because yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. I'm up so, for any time. So, guys, um, this has been another amazing podcast with your host, Phil Parker, Unscripted Perspective. Andre Owens has been your guest tonight. My goodness, what an amazing guest. Don't forget to check out the description. Uh, get on those links. And uh, we will catch you all again next week with another amazing episode. Don't forget, as I always say, have a bit of grace. Go forth, have fun, and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to leave us a rating or review on your favorite listening platform. Be sure to keep in touch with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Unscripted Perspective. Or you can visit us at www.theunscriptedperspective.com. Come on.